0: Thanks for being with us again on the Summit Point podcast. Summit Point, the Behavioral Health Authority in Calhoun County, Michigan. I'm Richard Pyatt. Today, we're joined by Sean Field, Clinical Director at Summit Point. Actually, Sean returning to the podcast. Hello, Sean. Hello. Paul Bodenberg is here, too, having been the System Outcome Coordinator at the Bronson Battle Creek Emergency Department. Welcome, Paul. Thank you. This is one of these episodes where we like to shed light on the community connections that Summit Point has in Calhoun County. And it may be no surprise to you that there is a coordinated effort between Bronson-Battle Creek, the emergency department, and Summit Point First Step. Gentlemen, let's talk a little bit about what that looks like. And maybe, Sean, you could start. When First Step opened, it was obvious, I suppose, among those of you who were coordinating how things would go, that there had to be a connection with the emergency department. Fair enough?
1: Yeah. I think it is even fair to say that uh, the connection and and dynamic that exists between the emergency department and behavioral health needs was well known. And it was actually part of the reason and justification for the development of First Step Uh was to support individuals with emergent or crisis related behavioral health challenges. And how do we help them not have to seek those uh, care options through the emergency department? And so as we went forward with building First Step, we knew that that was a population of individuals we wanted to help differently. And we worked very closely with Bronson before we even opened and then throughout the opening process to really align ourselves effectively um, in how we're going to connect customers between each system point of care and make sure that when a customer receives service from either end, that they're able to connect effectively and communicate those needs amongst entities.
0: Boy, Paul, I I would suspect that uh, when the notion of first step was coming and you were made aware of that, this was good news in terms of a supportive relationship in the community to assist the emergency department. Am I reading too much into that?
2: No, I think that the emergency department was very very hopeful that uh, this would be an opportunity to collaborate with our partner in Summit Point and Calhoun County to improve access to treatment for the patients that. Obviously, seven points serve, and we serve. So it was uh, definitely considered a bright opportunity uh, to interact and engage and be more collaborative, maybe share some common goals on, you know, treatment opportunities, access, everything.
0: So when you uh, began to talk about what this might look like, was it necessary to develop a protocol that that synced?
1: Yeah, uh, in the first year, uh, we spent a significant amount of time really looking at our pathways for services and figuring out how we communicate with one another um, so that our response time to customer needs could be very quick, um, but also make sure that the resources that we were asking to help out weren't being tapped unnecessarily. Um, So we had developed multiple different workflows um, that would help align operations between the ED and our First Step program, um, including different pathways throughout the Bronson system. And Paul, I think you can talk a bit more about um, the the multiple different connection points that you guys were able to help connect us to from First Step in terms of lab, primary care, nursing, and physician supports.
2: Yeah, I mean, we even built uh, protocols on our end standard work, shall we say, for like lab, if somebody, you know, we were obviously in the era of COVID, you know, that became a process issue that we had to make sure that if somebody was coming for just that, that, that that's what they were coming for, that they didn't get a full, you know, assessment or full medical screening, as we say, in the ED. So, you know, those simple things, or at least you would seem as though they were simple, had to be kind of developed and worked through and and then revisited. The other piece, too, Sean, if you remember correctly, we uh, built a way for you to access our electronic health record. We collaborated on your protocols, looked at them, and gave you points. Uh, We talked about access to Bronson and some of the services we provide, uh, like Bronson First. So that's part of what we did here, you know, with uh, this collaboration. And I think it was very beneficial to have those, again, connections and frequent meetings.
0: Maybe both of you could address this if you would what was it like on a typical day before first step and after first step and and especially once uh first step became established your protocols became established etc how is it different
1: paul brought it up uh, just a moment ago and i think what often happened was a, a customer would experience the same service multiple times so they might go to the ED and get seen by a, a, a provider there. In which case, they're providing some social work support. They might provide some preliminary medication. Uh, they're providing an evaluation, and then they would connect them to some appoint. And some Point would do that process completely over again. We would yeah. do a psychosocial assessment. We would meet with the customer and do with some social work connection. We would uh, provide them access to a provider for medical services. <laughs> And I think that was a common experience for people is I would go to the ED and get the same service I would go to if I went to Summit Point, but every time I went to either place, I had to do it both times. So some of the pathways that we really looked to change was that if I go to first step and I get medically evaluated and I really just need specific information from the emergency department, I don't have to get that whole work up again. I can just get a pathway into that one need being met and get back to Summit Point, Um, Or in the other way, if a customer is identified early on, the provider at the ED is identifying the need quickly and connecting with us so that the ED doesn't have to do it and then us do it as well.
0: Yeah, that was my suspicion, Paul, that the process, the protocols changed in the ED to the extent that not only was there a lack of duplication, like Sean just pointed out, but also you had some support, I presume, where... Uh, someone who might have needed behavioral health assistance now has a different path that you can help them follow.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, the other piece is uh, having that coordinated care, you know, how to improve, again, the care the patient receives. And, you know, we have these recurring uh, meetings with our different access points like social work, and they are able to, you know, work through some of the opportunities and resources that patients are needing you know, that they can uh, go through the protocols, you know, that's one one way, but we also have like a more one-to-one opportunity to speak and talk about how do we improve the care these patients are receiving, or again, the client is receiving from some point. So it's all about uh, really making a big package of it all, you know, the protocols, the collaboration, and then the continued uh, care and looking at case-by-case basis and just an overall well-being of the patients.
0: I presume, though, after you evaluated what the protocols were, you had to have a way to evaluate how the outcomes were, were eventuating, right? So you had to come up with some goals that were in common.
2: Yeah, I mean, early on, uh, we didn't really think about that because we were really focused on our collaborative protocols and kind of building the you know interaction and collaboration. But, you know, towards the end of the first year, we identified uh, goals that we wanted to, you know, look look toward the next year. And then we highlighted those goals and we said, where are we deficient and what are our opportunities? And we addressed those on a regular basis. And then we also uh, did that for this next year. We enhanced our goals. We looked at a more specific area of opportunity, maybe even because, you know, there's so many different metrics that you could look at when it comes to patient care. You know, you could look at uh, how many times did they return? How many times was it their first visit? Was the services available at first step versus the ED type of thing? You know, there's just so many factors that we look at. And so we tried to really identify those in the first year, set the goals and say, hey, did those goals work? What worked? Then we moved uh, those that didn't work forward to try and hone in on it a little more in depth and address them in the coming years.
0: Sean, I I would imagine that before First Step opened, people in crisis, behavioral health crisis, went to the ER. That's just what they thought of. So this connection was important to establish and and really help people understand there's also a different option. But if they did go to the ER, then what do we do? Is that right?
1: Yeah. The summit point is maintain crisis services for a long time. Um, But unfortunately, what it really amounted to without access to the care providers 24-7, that's where you ended up getting your behavioral health services after 5 p.m. Monday through Friday, and then on the weekends, the ED was the place to go. And so it was really a benefit to us that when uh, we were able to open First Step, we were able to provide a resource for individuals that they still might end up at the ED. And that's not necessarily the wrong place to be, but it makes it so that that person going there has another option or a next option. So, um, you know, one of the metrics that Paul had mentioned was really for us being able to pay attention to how often are people coming back to the ED, especially if it's for the same reason. That was a space that we really felt that we could have an impact in making sure that when a person goes to the ED for a mental health. Uh, need or associated um, challenge, we are able to resolve that need and then keep them in care effectively so that they don't end up back at the hospital to receive emergent care. And having that connection and that real-time access um, was pivotal in being able to connect with people effectively.
0: Paul, do you think this setup that you now have, this connection you have with Summit Point has improved and and helped the processes in the ED?
2: I think to a degree, it has. Again, we've looked at our goals and uh, opportunities, and there are things that are, I think, beyond our control to a degree. Again, patients have the right to come to the ED or they have the right to go to First Step. You know, I think uh, across the nation, we have shortage of nursing and providers. I mean, there's just so many factors that we can't really uh, impact other than to do the best we can with what we have. And I think in that light, yes. We have made some great progress, but there's always, even though I'm an optimist, there's always there a better opportunity, especially when it comes to services and
1: access.
0: Yeah, sure. Sean, you probably uh, are looking at that constantly too.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: (laughs) So we hear so much about addiction and uh, the services in place to help folks. I, I presume that... This is part of as well what you had to talk about in your protocols and your goals. How were you able to account for that?
1: prior to first step, we had um some point had an established recovery center, which was intended to be a twenty four hour access point for the for the e d to connect individuals with substance use um needs and associated care but i think what we found in that relationship was it still didn't shorten the timeline of getting connected to services it helped you meet with a coach it helped you develop some harm reduction strategies Um, But then you still had to move yourself through the entire system that was behavioral health services and specifically for substance use. The partnership that we've had with First Step and Bronson has really allowed us to rethink how we engage people into substance use services, um, including how we connect them to residential programs, um, detox services. And then more recently, our um, medication-assisted treatment program through the ED, in which induction into Suboxone occurs at the ED to start the program. And then within seven days, they're connected into Summit Point systems to maintain that care, which was not something that was conceivable with the recovery center. And it was not something that the two systems could have even entertained until First Step and the psychiatric services that came along with it was established.
2: As Sean put it to MAT, you know, uh, we, I kind of referred to it as the medication for opioid use disorder, the fact that we identified Suboxone specific treatment for patients with opioid use disorder and addiction needs. With the connection that we had with First Step, that really improved our ability to get the patients what they needed in the addiction need, services. And I'd like to share, you know, that we went above and beyond this. Program that we started, if you remember, Sean, you know we didn't have anything, and it wouldn't have been anything had we not had one first step and the connections we had through this program and this collaboration for medication for opioid use disorder. We're getting patients uh, treatment that they wouldn't have gotten a year, two years, three years ago, yeah. and maybe even not in the future had we not had this process in place. Because it's a big deal; it's bigger than I think we can share in a sense. Sometimes,
0: yeah, it's huge. So what about the future, Sean? As you see the First Step continuing, uh, it it seems as though uh, folks are beginning to understand the roles of First Step and and the emergency department, and and you're working together to help uh, reach the outcomes that you're after. How do you see this going forward?
1: I really see it being a space that Because of the foundation that we've been able to establish over the last two years and really getting some shared focus and how we want to connect to people and work to make sure services are aligned effectively to needs. Despite the partnership, we're both our own entities and we have our own directions and our own avenues that we're pursuing to innovate care. Um, But the benefit will be that every move that we make or every decision we make, we know we have a partner that's moving with us. Um, and that we're going to be able to uh, operate in ways that will still ensure customers have access effectively to services, and that duplication of care isn't a a challenge that we have to to face or that we won't continue to face, despite the the change in mental health always being what it is. It's always a rapid pace. It's always very different. One year from now, who knows what the new prescription might be or the new service modality is going to be, but the the benefit I think that we have right now is that we have two systems that remain um, connected and aligned in, in their vision, um, which is going to allow us to make intentional decisions that help both programs be successful with consumers. You know, we're two separate uh, entities, but
2: we do have a common interest and we've got this foundation of collaboration and working together. and. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I could add any more than the changes that we've both, and I think, seen over the years. I've been a nurse for 20 years, and you know things are constantly evolving and changing, and we're always trying to find the best and better way to treat patients. And I think we're on the road together, and we'll continue to do so.
0: Well, congratulations to you both on the success that you've seen, and and what really is a, a relatively short amount of time, couple of years to to really change processes and and to collaborate more and come up with with shared goals. So congratulations on, on all of that. Paul Bodenberg with Bronson Battle Creek Emergency Department and Sean Field, clinical director at Summit Point, on this episode focused on community connections. Thanks to you both.
2: Thank you. Thank you.